0: To the Alive and Active podcast. My name is Shelly Hitz and I'm here with my husband CJ. Hey guys. And today our topic is why a warm up and cool down is essential, especially as we age. And so, you know, we talked about previously about a warm up and cool down or active recovery can help DOMS, which is delayed onset muscle soreness, but we wanted to go into this a little bit further.
1: Yeah. So, you know, a good warm-up is going to help prevent injuries. You know, instead of going from 0 to 100 miles an hour instantly, it gives your muscles, tendons, and ligaments a chance to prepare. You know, you think of a car, you know, after being parked outside in freezing temperatures. Those of you that, that live in, in climates where the, the temperatures get below freezing, and there's ice and all that that you have to scrape off your windshield and and all of that after starting it up it needs a few minutes to warm up and allow the oil to flow through the engine to lubricate each part that's essentially what's happening in our bodies we're giving our bodies a chance to have the blood uh, reach more of our muscles, our joints, there's lubrication happening. When you actually run, uh, contrary to popular belief, um, running itself is not hard on the knees. Running itself actually uh, helps release synovial fluid from the joints, from that pounding motion. It's not recovering very well with good nutrition that actually breaks your body down like the knees. So I just want to clear that up. We could probably do a whole episode on that. But warming up, just think of it like warming up that car in the morning. It's going to pay off. We we know that with a car, it's better to warm it up. It's a lot harder, more wear and tear on an engine when you're just starting and going out of those freezing temperatures. So. Yeah.
0: And, you know, I remember not long ago, we went to... Crested Butte where I like to ski and we stayed outside of Crested Butte at Gunnison and it gets cold there. And (laughs) it gets like, what were the temps? Like zero?
1: Zero. I've I've seen minus three when we've been over there. Yeah.
0: And this is in Colorado. It's not very far from us, which we don't get those cold of temps here in Colorado Springs. I remember we went out and our Honda Element, it was like barely wanting to roll over. It was just like, Ur, are you sure you want me to <laughs> get started? Like, it really showed me the impact. Now, here at home, we have the car in a garage too, which helps as well. But, you know, our bodies, as we age, <laughs> it's like being in those colder temps, the warm ups should get longer and slightly more gradual. So we allowed our car just to sit there for I think 15 to 20 minutes just to let it start warming up. And as we age, these warm-ups are going to become more and more essential. You know, this also holds true if you're preparing for an exercise that is particularly particularly vigorous or if you're coming back from an injury. But CJ, why don't you share just a little bit of your experience recently? As a 47-year-old runner trying to skip a really good warm-up.
1: Yeah. So, you know, back in the fall, uh, Shelly and I did this virtual 5K race. Uh, we, we weren't really racing, but it was a virtual 5K that many other people were doing from around the world. And it was around Labor Day. And I thought to myself, hey, you know, I, I haven't been running quite as much during the summer. I took sort of some downtime because a lot of races were getting canceled yeah, because of this COVID, COVID thing. So I took a lot of downtime and was doing a lot more reading, more sitting. And I just remember thinking to myself, ah, you know, I can go out and run this certain pace. I can strap on my racing flat shoes and, <laughs> and Shelly and I can, you know, just get a half a mile Warm up. Now you need to understand that when I prepare for a normal race, or prepare to turn my legs over faster, I like to get a minimum of a twenty-minute warm up, which is about yeah. you know it's two a little over two miles.
0: Yeah, I've been going with him to races for years, and he always likes to get there so early. And to me, like I have been in the mindset like why would you run like 4 or 5 miles before you're going to run it's like aren't you going to be tired
1: <laughs> yeah so you know we did a half a mile and then we basically started and i started turning my legs over almost not quite like i was in a race but just just under that effort cuz i still wanted to run a decent time and just see what kind of shape i was in after doing a lot of You know, just down, downtime during the summer. Well, a couple days later, something occurred in my Achilles. My Achilles just started getting sore. And I thought, oh, it's just something that will go away. But would you believe that that Achilles, I don't know if you'd call it a strain or just tendonitis that, that took place, that lasted off and on for the next like six to eight weeks where I could actually still feel it. And it wasn't completely debilitating, but I had to do all kinds of little things to try to get that thing better. And I believe a lot of this was because I practically came off the couch, strapped on those, those lower profile racing flat shoes, combined with a, a very little warm up, and just that one thing uh created consequences that lasted six to eight weeks that was my experience that may not be everybody's experience
0: but when you were younger you probably could have gotten away with that a little easier is you know that's part of the point away
1: with a lot more yeah older runners those of us that are older when i say older over 40 uh which we'd call masters runners and uh You get into that, into those years, and the body really needs more time to warm up. Yeah. So it's funny because sometimes if I'm doing a real key workout, what I'll find is that uh, I need to actually go, say, three miles real easy when I used to just do two easy, you know, before a key workout. But the bottom line is, uh, the older we are, it's almost like the longer the warm-up needs to be.
0: Yeah, and so take this into account. You know, when we're doing some of the HIT workouts, we always provide a warm-up, but you might want to go even longer on that warm-up. Or if you're using the HIIT format for walking or running, make sure before you start going hard, make sure you get a really good, decent warm-up. Um, how, how long would you say... You know, for someone who's doing a walking like intervals or running intervals, how long of a warm up?
1: I would say if you're just doing uh, the walking, where it's up tempo walking as as opposed to slow walking, still start off with ten to fifteen minutes of slow walking before you start throwing those intervals in.
0: Yeah, and if you're you're doing only fifteen to twenty minutes, then you know make sure you're getting at least you know, five minutes of your workout to where you're warming up. But, you know, you want to make sure that you're getting that blood flow and then afterwards that you do a cool down. So, you know, when you're, when you stop your workout, and we talked about this last week with the DOMS, you know, the foam roller is a great way to have, to do part of that cool down. We usually do stretches in our cool down for the, our videos, But there's multiple ways you can have a cool down. You can even just include it as part of your run or your walk, you know, where the beginning you're kind of going slower, then you kind of pick up the pace. And then at the end, you're kind of slowing it down again. And you just want to make sure that you're not skipping this. You know, we think, oh, I want to burn calories. I want to push, 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 push. And I will have to admit, I used to be that kind of person that was just go, 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 push, push, push. But, you know, I really hit a wall in 2017 and my adrenaline could not take it anymore. You know, our body has a gas pedal and it also has a brake, like, you know, and so we need to make sure we're using both of those. And um, especially as we age so that we can try to thwart those injuries. That's what we're always wanting to do for you to keep you alive and active, right? (laughs) Alive in God's word, you know, and active, but, um, you know, to keep you active as you age, um, just... We, we just really, um, we really encourage you not to skip this.
1: Yeah, let me just explain a little more about why a cool down is important. Again, I, I come back to runners. Have you ever been in a 5k race, for example, and you may have walked this, you may have run it. Maybe you're at the back of the pack, you're in the middle, maybe you're toward the front. But have you ever been running and you see some of the front runners now coming back and rerunning the course in reverse. Have you ever seen those guys? And you always wondered to yourself, why are they still running or, you know, why are they why are they running the course backwards again? You know, well, those guys really worked hard in the actual race. They they broke muscle down, they had all kinds of lactic acid, which is that burning, you know, that the muscles release Now what they're doing is they're gradually allowing their bodies, including their heart rates, to just gradually come down. But they're also already beginning the process of flushing that damage that they did from the race out of their body so that their bodies can be uh, ready to handle, say, a run tomorrow. Because these guys want to run again tomorrow. They don't just want to take two, three, four days off. They want to run again tomorrow. So the cool down helps speed that process, that recovery process. And it it is good to allow your heart rate to go down gradually rather than just stopping a, a race that you went all out. And then just heading right over to uh, chomp on bagels and bananas.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and no matter what kind of workout you're doing, getting that slow warm up and then that slow cool down. You know, you think about a good soup or stew. Needs plenty of time to cook. And CJ's always about this. Like I used to want to rush the cooking of soup and CJ's like, no, you got to leave it in there for the flavors. And it's so true you can't rush a good soup. And so, you know, we want you to get the benefit from the exercise. And of course you are going to burn some calories. You, You are going to do some things that are going to help change your body, but just make sure you're warming up and cooling down.
1: Yeah, I want to share a verse with you, um, 1 Corinthians thirteen eleven. It says, when I was a child, I spoke and thought and reasoned as a child. But when I grew up, I put away childish things. Now, I have to admit, I'm sort of using this verse in a comical way to say that when I was young, I didn't need a long warm-up, but as I got older... I put away these childish habits. (laughs) What I want to say is that uh, there is uh, a time when we need to recognize that, yes, I'm getting older. It doesn't mean you have to get slower. You actually might be able to perform tasks and things better in your 40s and 50s and 60s than you did in your 20s and 30s. Because maybe you were really dealing with a lot of stuff based on what you did to your body during those years. But what we're saying is, as we get older, we recognize the need to implement things like a warm-up and a cool-down. That maybe we didn't need as much when we were kids. We could just start running out of the classroom, onto the playground, and and weren't those the days? Yeah. Um, I remember being in cross-country my first two years in high school. And just immediately just setting out and trying to get the whole thing done quicker. And so we could just go home quicker. And it wasn't about this warm-up so much. It was just about hurrying. You know, kids for some reason want to hurry. And as we get older, we get wiser as well. And here's the fun thing. And I'm not uh, trying to brag. But I love... At 47 years old, when I can keep up with 20, 21, 22-year-olds, which I do in many races, those guys may have gotten one mile of warm-up beforehand, and I might have gotten three. But when it comes to finally getting those old legs turning (laughs) in the race, it's fun to mix it up and compete. It just took me longer to get there than it took that 20 or 21-year-old in terms of getting up to pace.
0: And, you know, it all impacts the nutrition, you know, all the other other ways you're recovering. But um, like CJ said, when we're younger, we recover so much faster. Our body heals quicker. And so we can get away with things that, you know, we just can't now as we age. I'm 45, CJ's 47. And um, we know a lot of our listeners are in that you know over 40 range and so you know we're just we're in it with you <laughs> we're feeling it ourselves too
1: well, i tell Shelley at 45 and me at 47 she needs to respect her elders
0: yeah <laughs> and so we hope that this was just a good reminder to you um, not to rush your workout to just get to the hard you know hard part you know the calorie burning part But give yourself a warm-up, give yourself a cool-down. That's why we include them in every single workout.
1: That's right. Just like that super stew, you want the full flavor to come out.
0: That's right. Well, we hope this um, episode was helpful to you, and we will talk to you next time. Bye-bye. Bye.